Hey, Gossipers, welcome back to Gossipin'. It's Vanessa. It's Jeanette. And I'm Natalie, and you're listening to Gossipin', the podcast where we gossip while we sit. Hello, Gossipers. Welcome back to another episode of Gossipin'. The girls are here, and we are ready to give you another brand new episode this week. And, you know, we're going to cover a wide range of topics. You know, some timely, some very pertinent to TikTok, as some of you may have seen, um, one of our favorite apps to use because there are truly some nuggets on there. So we're going to go over some recent news that came out from the Grammys, the Grammy nominations for 2023. We're going to go over really the biggest, most important awards, the nominees. Have we heard of them? Are they uh, industry product? Are they from TikTok? Are they someone that we think will win or are they someone we've never heard of? So are you guys ready? Anyone we're pulling for in the Grammys? I'm ready. I am pulling for, and you guys are going to be shocked. For who? Um, But I, I'm really hoping that Young Gravy gets a Grammy because he has a, he has a baby on the way. So oh, I feel with like- Sherry, With Sherry? Yeah. Okay. Wait, what? Yeah, All does right. he not? I'm pretty sure I saw somewhere that she's Pregante. So a lot of, there's been discourse online, breaking news. This came out weeks ago. <laughs> no uh, way. There is a very strong rumor on TikTok that Addison Ray's mm-hmm. mom is pregnant with Young Gravy's baby. I don't, mm-hmm. I don't believe it. We haven't seen anything. Um, I we'll, can't. We got to check back I in can't. in nine months. But how fucking crazy like what now now i thought he moved on to someone else they should just give it to addison to raise honestly at this point i feel like back when we did this whole episode on him and her i was like fuck it she's single do whatever now this is where i'm drawing the line oh now the now when she's pregnant this is where I draw the line because like you have grown kids. How are you going to go and have an affair and get Pregante? That's wrong. But you know what? I hope if he does have a child on the way, I think he deserves to win because he needs the money. I don't want this child to be left without food. You know, his stepsister is not going to, or his half sister is not going to be feeding him, <laughs> you know, and mom, mom, mom's probably ready to retire. So I don't but know. Wait, what is he nominated for? I don't even think he's nominated. <laughs> Okay, so he's not nominated. So thank you for coming. <laughs> we'll I also, she's also definitely like, she's so totally not pregnant, but it's like, what a fun rumor. Like, it's fun because it it's not it true. Is, it's a hit. But, so like, wait, are you going to tell us who's nominated for what category? Or are you yes. just going to give us some categories? Okay. I'll give you the category, the people nominated, and then maybe we can make a few predictions. Oh so, my gosh, I love. Best pop vocal album. We have Voyage by ABBA, who I did not know, put out a new album, who I did not know was still alive and making music. They are actually Go. on like almost every one of good for them. the nominations. Yeah, good Honestly, for them. Period. Right? Representation all around. Um, I'll check it out. 30 by Adele. Uh, yeah, it was fine. It's just never, she's just never going to top what she's done before. No, like, I didn't think Adele's, it was a good album Adele's either. Adele's not Adeling. Ever since she left her no. deadbeat husband and lost weight, Adele is not Adeling. No, she's, she's not, not going through the struggle. You know, she's not exactly. calling from. She's too happy. Too happy. Right. I Someone needs to punch her and like steal her credit score or something. Yeah. Like she needs to be mad or sad or something. Preferably right. sad. Preferably sad. <laughs> Music of the Spears by Coldplay. Special. They're considered pop. I'm surprised. Yeah. yeah. I, I would consider it pop. A special by Lizzo. Mm-hmm. 
and Harry's House by Harry Styles. Oh, such a good album. So my so it's album of the year. Is that what the, what it is? This is pop, pop vocal vocal album. So pop album. Oh, they, you know they got they got vocal. They they specify everything. My wow. only thing with this, I know Harry Styles is probably definitely going to win. Has he won a Grammy before? I don't think so. Actually, I don't think so either. But what would annoy me is if, because he's also nominated in almost every category, if it would be like the year that Billie Eilish just won every fucking award, like what is the point of that? Like if you just have one person win everything and that's what I feel, if any person was going to do it, it would either be Harry, maybe Lizzo. I could see her pulling out a couple, but I feel like Harry Styles might just sweep the whole night. The Grammys are racist. They're not going to pick Lizzo. I'm going to pull a Kanye. It is what it is. They don't like black people. Like- that's literally what it is i'm even surprised like not even like being like harsh like i'm surprised lizzo was nominated because they snub a lot of people it's like a known thing for the academy yeah so that was a big thing a lot of people Nicki minaj didn't receive any nomination yeah um which is crazy because that one song she just released i can lick it i can ride Super it freak. I mean, yeah i mean yes i don't know if it's grammy worthy but like <laughs> some recognition so I haven't heard any of these albums. Like I've heard some of these songs. I obviously know these artists, but I'm not going to sit here and tell you that I've listened through and through start to end Mm -hmm. several times to every single album and song. No. Also, I said something very similar, like what you just said, Natalie. And my dad, (laughs) I think I was still living at home. And my dad was like, you know what? That's what's wrong with your generation. You just can't see like someone win and sweep Mm -hmm. like, you mm. want everybody to win. It's all about the the medals. And granted, my dad's a baby boomer. So I'm like, what? Like, not not the internal, <laughs> the family aggression between generations. But um, I do I don't like when that happens. And I I maybe it's my generation. Blame it on my generation. Um I just think what is the point of an award show if you literally like that one that one show? I remember I watched it and I was like, why are these people here? Like Billy, she literally won. I would be so mad if I dressed up. That's why it's like a thing with the Academy that it's just rigged in the sense that they have their favorites. Like, you know what I mean? Like, do you remember the the Grammys a couple years ago when it was Adele and she won like 10 Grammys? Like, obviously Adele is super talented. Her music is great. Mm -hmm. But the things that she was winning at the same time, you're just like, "Mm," like, it's- Wasn't that the one- where she like, was like this should have gone to Beyonce or something yes so yes she went up and she oh, was just okay. like I can't like and that's a thing it doesn't make any sense I get it have your favorites but let's give like multiple people awards yeah. might as well like what the hell is the point so yeah. I would say probably for this one I would I maybe they'll give it to Adele because they do like Adele but I think mm-hmm. Harry I think Harry Styles will I'm gonna say I'm gonna say Coldplay why not you know I'm loyal to them I'm just right. I'm gonna go Coldplay I don't think they're likely to win but that's my guess gotcha. I'm gonna go Harry Styles because of the tour love on tour how intense it is and mm-hmm. how he's everywhere he's in movies I think this was his year they're calling it his Elvis Presley year. So yeah, I that's think, what I'm saying. I, so, so I think this is yeah. his year where he's going to sweep a lot of awards. Right. Okay. So best pop solo performance. So I guess this is different. Oh, this is for this is for a song, not an album. The other one was albums. Mm, okay. Easy, song. Easy on Me by Adele. Moscow Mule by Bad Bunny. Uh, Woman by Doja Cat. As It Was, Harry Styles. About Damn Time, Lizzo, and Bad Habit by Steve Lacey. What song is that? The My Tongue, It's Bad Habit. Habit. The TikTok song? song? He is nominated a lot, and it's crazy. There's been, there's some TikTok songs, like, listen, some songs from TikTok, yes, fucking certified bangers. This, 
this one good grammy nominated no well did you like, see that a b c d e f u was nominated i was gonna get there yes well, I, that, that fuck. song i can see though but the bad habit song is not that great a b c d f u that song was non-stop and it started on the radio it just it just got it picked up on tiktok but she literally sent it into like the local radio station and like they played it for her like that's the how thing she, that is so how, wild to me is that i don't listen to the radio anymore like i honestly like kid you not i don't I remember the, the last time i heard the radio like right. i'm I so like ride or die for pand or spotify yeah that it's not like more. i will listen to the same 10 songs <laughs> know, right? on repeat <laughs> She no, said, so that's she said a, the radio is too old for me, so I listen is. to Pandora. <laughs> it's for gamers. The ABCDEFU <laughs> song is like, okay, she only received one nomination. So sure, fine, I guess maybe. But like this guy, I think Bad Habits is nominated two or three times, and he's nominated for Best New Artist, I'm pretty sure. And I'm like, is this not his only song? I don't know. Maybe we don't know them well enough. I'm gonna say Bad Bunny Mouse Call Mule because. He listen, Bad Bunny. I know a lot of He's people. Gonna, hate maybe it. He'll to, he was only nominated start, twice, which is so fucked yeah. up. People uh, are he starting was the to number one artist of the most year. streamed on Spotify, Apple Artist of the Year. He literally broke records, like monumental records, especially especially as a Latino. And he was nominated as only a Latino twice. in the English market. Yeah, like it, like it people are pissed of, about Bad Bunny. Like this this isn't the Latin Grammys, okay? No. This is the Grammys, right? Yeah. Like it's not like a side cart of the Grammys. It's the fucking Grammys. I think he should have been nominated plenty more times. I agree. I think many more Latino artists should have been nominated plenty more Period. times. Um, Period. But anyway, that's not what this conversation is about. I'm going to say Moscow Mule Bad Bunny. That's my final and only vote in this category. Oh, I love Bad Bunny. I really do. But I'm like a rock in a hard place. I feel like they're sort of going to give that one to Lizzo. About Damn Time was such a bop. So I'm between about damn time, but I also about think well, I think Woman by Doja Cat because that song was fucking everywhere. That's woman, true. Let me be your woman. So good, so good. Woman. I, I think they're just Cat, all so different. That's my issue with the Grammys too. Yeah, Doja Cat's for sure winning something like, and I I think she deserves it because she also certified bangers. And she released an album, and every single song on that album was a bop, bop, best melodic rap performance so i don't know how this and then there's also best rap performance um so i don't know the difference but beautiful dj Khaled, first class by jack harlow is nominated like are you kidding me interesting can you guys can we do like a little like "Mm -hmm," like hum because i don't know what these songs sound like um it's the one song he stole from fergie um, (laughs) i've been a g throw up the l by dj Khaled. No, no, Jack that's <laughs> no, it's Jack Carlo. Mm, I don't like that one. I don't okay, like nice. that song. Big Energy by Lado is nominated. Honestly, that song is a bop. That song is a bop. How does it go? Um, I got big, big energy. Na, 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 na. It's a song remixed with Mariah Carey's song. Both of these songs were stolen from other people. By yeah, the way, they actually but, were. Um, okay. It's a song that's like, got the real big energy. I don't think I've ever heard this song. You've You've definitely heard it because we would play it at Edwin's all the time over the summer. Okay. Wait for You by Future, Drake, and Thames. Uh, Die Hard by Kendrick Lamar and then Beautiful by DJ Khaled. I hope Lada wins. They'll probably will give it to, they'll probably give it to Kendrick Lamar. I I think they'll give it to Kendrick Lamar. I just don't want Jack Harlow to win. No offense. I like him as a person. I saw him. We saw him in Kentucky. He She hung out with him um, while we were in Louisville. (laughs) 
when he right? was filming exactly. a music video you guys are in the background of that that's pretty cool to say exactly mm-hmm. he's I also went to nominated. his concert and i think he's a little overrated i agree he's just fine as fuck so <laughs> it's the so swag that's you what it is know what's interesting so you said bad bunny is only nominated two times jack harlow is nominated three times fuck maybe that. four i only see three for now he's and the white bad bunny. oh the white bad bunny oh take that back <laughs> Yeah. El bad bunny, el, el, the, the white bunny, el, el bunny blanco. <laughs> el bunny blanco. <laughs> okay, we'll go uh, really quick. Best Musica Urbana album, you know, of okay. our, for our people. Um, Not the Urbano. This one is in the urban category. What? <laughs> Best Musica. It's funny because it's like the other words are in Spanish, but everything else is English. Right, like they just Spanglish the fuck out of the category. <laughs> it literally says Best Musica Urbana album (laughs) daddy yankee definitely has to be on there he is so legend daddy by daddy yankee which is a great album great album never heard them out i've never heard it but the album name that's fire pimples on that album and he has a song with pimple and it's fucking lit oh gotta hear it yeah the love the love and sex tape by maluma Eh, it's all right la 167 by faruku Farruko. Trap Cake Volume 2. Gotta hear Volume 1 by Rao Alejandro. There you go. Yes. And then Un Verano Sinti by Bad Bunny. Yeah, there you go. Bad Bunny has I to like, take Bad Bunny's definitely like, gonna win that. I think if they're probably not gonna give Bad Bunny the other one he's nominated for, but I could see him winning this one. I could um, see him winning this one or Daddy Yankee because it's his last album before he retires. Yeah, mm-hmm. Daddy Yankee might pull some strings um, and get it. I don't know. I would say Maluma because I fucking love him. But I don't think this is it, unfortunately, for him. I'm going to go Bad Bunny on this one. I'm going to go okay. my baby Bad Bunny. Abenito. Yeah, he ha- I-, I think it would be a rob if he didn't win. Um, also, there's been a lot of justice for Mary J. Blige. She's nominated a lot. I, ha- I was heard- going to say, did she release an album? she must have <laughs> like, like she did play at the super bowl but i didn't know she was that relevant again no she i literally saw i haven't her heard on, of her in many years <laughs> i saw her on all these lists like, that's the thing like some of these people you literally don't even know release music and they're nominated like she i think she's nominated like four or five times i see her she's on best r&b performance best r&b song and best r&b album it's i wonder the what the cutoff R&B. is then because if like bad buddy this album was released in may Mm-hmm. like i would have thought like taylor swift's midnight would have been nominated to be completely honest i know so, it just dropped a couple weeks ago but i'm surprised but she's because she dropped another album a couple months ago so and she's red, not really nominated either so red taylor's version was nominated because her all too well 10 minute version is nominated for I think, okay here honestly i'm gonna give it to that that song is fire but i'm a taylor swift fan so i don't think i've ever heard that song to be honest. the full 10 minute version oh girl take a drive and listen it is some good I've not, stuff there's it's 10 minutes of a song what's the short version that's <laughs> give me three minutes okay basically okay what is this a podcast episode like it's a <laughs> in a micro series or a mini series (laughs) it's about her relationship with jake gyllenhaal so when she first released red some taylor swift history for you she had a six or i think it actually ended up being maybe like four or five minutes song and everyone was like oh the song is like so long and she always was like oh well that's crazy because there is actually an original 10 minute version of this song 
And so all these years, people were like, when are we getting all too well 10 minute? When are we getting all too well 10 minute? And finally, when she re-recorded the Red album, she dropped the whole 10 minute song. And it was like- Because a, this a was song. during the time when she wanted to own her music again, right? Mm-hmm. Is that what it was? Yes. Okay. So, but I think honestly, Red can't, Red already won Grammys, the original album. So I don't think that it can win again. Oh. How do they legally do that? That would be a whole nother conversation we should have because I don't understand how- she can re-record like I get it she did those are her songs but I feel like they would own the rights to that especially so they, because it's in a contract like I, I I feel like they would have signed like we own this song for the next 50 years type of thing you know what I mean because so this was the whole scooter Braun thing right yeah yeah but in the contract it was only because she signed like this contract I believe is this is like the same contract that she signed when she first signed it like back you know, she's been doing music for like 15 years now. Yeah. Like when she first, first signed at like 14, 15 years old, but whatever, each of them did have an expiration date and she was only allowed to record them after the time. Mm, okay. Interesting. But yeah, really quick back to this. So we'll just do song of the year and record of the year, um, record of the year. So there's a couple, so stay with me. Don't shut me down by ABBA again on the charts. Easy on me by Adele. Break my soul. Beyonce iconic. Good Morning Gorgeous by Mary J. Blige. That song is nominated a few times. So maybe we'll give it a listen. You and Me on the Rock by Brandi Carlisle. Irrelevant. Woman by Doja Cat. Bad Habit by Steve Lacey. Again, is record of the year. The Heart Part 5 by Kendrick Lamar. About Damn Time Lizzo. And As It Was by Harry Styles. I would say if Lizzo doesn't win anything else, she might win record of the year. Or I think Doja it's going to be Cat. Harry. I would say those two. I would I- say Harry or ABBA really you think they'll just give it to abba i think honestly because they're nominated so much i feel like they'll win one of the bigger awards because it's abba that would be wild like i mean like it it wouldn't because they're like like you said they're abba but i don't know yeah i would say this harry styles or lizzo i would say those two deserve record of the year or song of the year but i also liked break my soul by beyonce i was a big fan um and then so Song of the Year. So Song of the Year, this is where we have A, B, C, D, E, F, U by Gail. If this song wins, I will never watch the Grammys again. <laughs> about About Damn Time by Lizzo. All Too Well, 10-Minute Version by Taylor Swift. As It Was, Harry Styles. Bad Habit, again, by Steve Lacey. Break My Soul, Easy On Me, God Did, The Heart Part 5 by Kendrick Lamar, and Just Like That by country singer, I think, Bonnie Rat. I'm going to go to Taylor Swift on that. I'm not a fan. I'm not a T-Swifty. But I know that she she pulls really hard. A lot of the crowd does love her. And I think it would kind of be the way for the Academy to be like, we're with you. Yeah. Like, mm-hmm. We want to make things right. And That's you really so like true. putting a film, mm-hmm. you know? So that I'm going to say T-Swift for that reason and that reason only. I'm going to go for so- T-Swift too. That's so true. Do you guys um, remember her documentary when she did, wasn't nominated for anything and how much it like destroyed her? Yeah. I think she, she really put her heart into that song. Yeah, like I, it'll get her the the win. I would like to. She's see never it. won anything. Oh, I no, think she won. has for sure. She's but won. I remember when the documentary came out, she wasn't even nominated. Maybe it wasn't the Grammys or it was something else. I think no, it, was it was the Grammys. Grammys. Yeah, it was the Grammys that she wasn't nominated. And it was like an album that apparently she put like her heart and soul into it, and it like mm-hmm. destroyed her. So it she, was her like, reputation album, and it was yeah. it was the album like after she because she went on a hiatus for a little while after mm-hmm. the whole Kanye and Kim thing, like when they basically came after her. And she didn't make music or was like in the spotlight for like for two years. years. Yeah. 
And then she went in hiding, made this album, came out. And then like the album, I mean, broke records and it did really well, but she wasn't even nominated. Like not that she won. She, they didn't even nominate her for anything. So a lot of people thought it was also like Kanye and all that stuff. But what I would like to see, I'd like to see the All Too Well win. I'd like to see Lizzo get a Grammy. I'd like to see Harry Styles get a Grammy. I'd like to see Beyonce get a Grammy and Bad Bunny. Those are the those are who I'm pulling for. We are switching gears very quickly and making a big old right turn to something that's been all over in the news. She's back at it again. Casey Anthony speaks out in her explosive documentary. The documentary doesn't come out until the 29th, but in this People article, I'm going to go over some things that they have that she's going to talk about in the documentary. But a big thing I wanted to talk about was obviously with this, we had the Jeffrey Dahmer. Uh, we talked about the Watcher not too long ago. I did. Have you guys watched The Good Nurse on Netflix yet? We watched it last night. Mm-hmm. Okay. Mm-hmm. Oh my God. I watched it yesterday too. That's so funny. Yeah. It just seems like all people want to watch these days are murder documentaries. And a lot of people talk about how we're almost glamorizing these people, especially with Jeffrey Dahmer and telling, retelling all these stories all these years later. Um, so I sort of want to get everyone's take on are we actually glamorizing it? Like, are people like obsessed with murder and all that stuff? I know Jeanette is very into murder and not, mur- not murder in general. So I love murder. Um, no. Yeah. So, so not to out her. Hold on. Let me just uh, give you guys a real uh, recap on the Casey Anthony thing yes. before we go into yes, it. Go ahead. So it's 14 years since her daughter's death. She gives her first on camera interview um anthony herself is telling her version of the events 36 years old she gives an extensive interview a three-part limited series blah 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 she said i lied she admits in a newly released trailer but no one asked why she's still um stating what she dropped in the trial was that like she had been sexually abused by her father which all of them claim to not be true and And she's saying that it's still true Yeah. During her extensive interview, Anthony drops several bombs and elaborates on allegations that she had been sexually abused by her father, George, and her brother. She said, I wasn't feeling that great and I wanted to lay down. Anthony says about June 16, 2008, when Kaylee was last seen, I had her lay in bed with me. I was awoken by my father shaking me and asking me where Kaylee was. She continues, that didn't make sense. She would never even leave my room without telling me. I immediately started looking around the house. I go outside and I'm looking to see where she could be. Anthony says she then saw George Anthony holding her daughter. He was standing there with her. She says she was soaking wet. He handed her to me, said it was my fault that I caused this. He didn't rush to call 911 and he wasn't trying to resuscitate her. I collapsed with her in my arms. She was heavy and she was cold. He takes her from me and he immediately softens his tone and says it's going to be okay. I wanted to believe him. He took her from me and he went away. Anthony says she went to stay with her boyfriend at the time, Tony, but didn't tell anyone what had happened. She said she wasn't under the impression that Kaylee was dead. During the 31 days, I genuinely believed that Kaylee was okay and still alive. My father kept telling me she was okay. I had to keep following his instructions. He told me what to do. I tried to act as normal as I could. When asked if she believes that Kaylee was drowned, In the above ground pool, Anthony said, no, there was no ladder, no way for her to shimmy up. There's no way to explain that unless my dad put her in the pool to cover up what he did. Essentially, she's sticking, she's saying that she was asleep. She wakes up, Kaylee's gone. Her dad is all of a sudden standing there with Kaylee's body. He says, I'm going to take care of it. She leaves. 
And for 31 days, she thinks that her daughter's totally fine. And I'm assuming doesn't ask anything about her until the authorities show up asking her what happened. So this is I think that that to me is absolutely fucking insane. (laughs) Um, She's basically blaming everything on her father. Uh, That's pretty much. And she said that there were times when she was a kid that he would put the pillow over her face and smother her to knock her out. That happened several times where I was incapacitated as a child, where my body was left limp and lifeless. So like before I jump into the whole Casey Anthony thing, like the overarching question of are we glamorizing murder like that you touched on real quick. So I don't necessarily think that we're glamorizing it. I think actually something that the Ted Bundy short series highlights a little bit is there are people out there because you see in the series, he starts getting letters and things like that it's very normal. Like somehow, some way men, women, young kids, girls will like idolize these people. I don't think that we're now glamorizing. I think now we're not necessarily getting a documentary with Barbara Walters where she sits down and she's asking like, Hey, interviewing them. Did you do this? You know, we're getting dramatizations of the events and at least where we are right now, 2022, the quality, the creativeness, and I think the cinematography overall of the directors Mm -hmm. is really phenomenal quality. So I don't necessarily see it as like, oh, they're idolizing this and they're putting out these projects to influence younger generations. I mean, I don't consider myself younger, right? Like I'm a millennial in my mid late twenties, but like I've always had a type of interest in, in these type of shows and just kind of like all of the podcasts I listen to, I listen to podcasts. It's all about murder. It's all about crime. I'm picking on Netflix because they most recently did the Jeffrey Dahmer. I think that they are doing a really great job of showing something that happened so long ago, because if you think about it, when he committed these crimes and what was it? The eighties, nineties, TV was nowhere where it is today. There was no way like we learned so much about that woman. I forget her name, the, the neighbor woman. We learned so much about her. And had it not been for Netflix, I would have never learned about this woman. And I've and I've listened and watched multiple Jeffrey Dahmer documentaries. I think they're just doing a good job at showing a different angle. I understand where the families are coming from, where they're saying, oh, you know, we're idolizing these killers. I can see that. And I can't speak for them because fortunately in my life, I've never been through that. So I understand where they're coming from. And I do think that those feelings are to be respected and they're very allowed to have those. Um, but I would have never learned about these victims. You know, I'd like, I, I can't tell you their names, but I would have never seen their faces. I would have never, because I do think that it's a massive platform. And I, I, I do think that there is good and I can understand why some people might see bad in it, but I necessarily don't think that it's coming from a place of malice. Now to address your Casey Anthony, this particular case, I think because uh, I was young when it happened, but I, I remember it being like televised massively. I think that like this case and OJ Simpson are probably like the two cases that I think of when I think of like trial and TV and like, you know, in like the traditional type of way. Her behavior says a lot to me. I'm not a psychologist. I feel like her going out the consecutive lies really for me, like your trust is gone, right? And I can understand because a lot of victims of sexual abuse or what have you do tend to lie because they're the victims and the perpetrator, whatever, the guy, the person that's um, holding them hostage or taking advantage of them. I don't think this is the case for this girl. Was there essay in her home? I don't know. I couldn't tell you that. 
from what I've seen, both the reactions of the parents. And again, this is another case where I've seen a lot of videos. I've seen, I've read a lot about it. What I gather, I don't think that that happened and I'm not negating it if it did, but I, I'm drawing that conclusion based on the little evidence that I have with me. I don't think that that particularly happened. What you tend to see a lot is the parent is so protective of the child because they would rather, they don't want their child to go through the same thing that they they would correct. They would rather continue to be abused rather than see their child be abused. I don't know. I don't believe that for a minute. I think a lot of the interviews that they did with her, where she talks about Zanny the nanny and all of this, I firmly believe, and again, you could always argue that media has brainwashed me to feel the way that I feel. I think that she was either on drugs or she was drugging her child or both. I think that someone in her family helped her because there's no way that she's able to do this by herself maybe she is and if she is she's even more of a fucking psychopath no i think it's like she's obviously not like is casey anthony a serial killer no like do i think she was on the hunt for murder no but do i think she was an she was stupid she probably made a mistake yeah she 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 was stupid she was young she was like 24 the kid would be 16 now so like i think she was stupid she was young maybe I don't think she threw her daughter in the pool. Maybe she was drugged, fell asleep. The kid got into the pool. Maybe she put the kid in the pool. She was on Xanax. Like she was probably like Xanax. How old was the kid when it died? I think she was two. Mm -hmm. Well, the thing is, I think she was like two years old. And even in this like new story, whatever that she's going to say in the documentary, it's like she's not saying anything new. She's pretty much just putting the blame on the dad and basically being like, I didn't do anything like this is what happened and it's all his fault. And it's like, it's just so many years have passed. Like, I don't, I don't see this really changing anybody's mind of what they think about her, you know? And I think that's the issue sometimes is like, obviously she's going to want to speak her piece, but it's like, it's a little, it's a little too little too late. My friend. Like, but the thing is, I think that as a society, we're always going to be obsessed with what's not normal. And that's why we love crime and love murder mysteries because we just, we try to comprehend what these people are doing Mm-hmm. And not to understand them, but it's very much to be like, why would they do it sort of How thing? How are they capable? Yeah. So I think that's why we're so obsessed with it. And I agree with Jeanette. This has been going on for years. Like if you go back to a murder, like a serial killer from like the 1940s, people are doing documentaries on it today. Yeah. I think the weird thing about the Casey Anthony thing is that she still is relatively young. And a lot of people see her at Publix. A lot of people see her at the local bar. I think this is just drawing attention to herself all over yeah, again. For sure. And if you're trying you got away with it i think she did it if you got away with it and now you're putting yourself out there on a pedestal again you're bringing you're bringing unnecessary attention to yourself where someone could literally come and kill you now someone could see you on the street and harm you like i'm thinking about it in that sense like maybe when we talk about the good nurse like a lot of the murders he committed were like in the 80s and 90s so now you release it now he's in jail like there's nothing you can do about it now i feel like if she would have came out with this in like 20 30 years where she's like on the verge of death or like she's just like woman i have nothing to live i live on a farm like it is what it is if i die now it, it's fine yeah. sort of thing i think it would have been more settling maybe settling isn't the right word but it would have she would have gotten away with it a little bit more i think i think it's actually still too recent for her to talk about and say her truth. I actually, I, I totally I agree. agree with you. Yeah. I, I feel like too, when, I don't know if you guys remember, she, when she testified, because her parents did not know 
that she was going to say that her dad abused her. Right. And that's what I was going to bring up too. And and when she did that in the courtroom, because her and her attorney, I'm going to say they were fabricated these allegations and they went into the courtroom and that was kind of like their ace under their sleeve type of thing. Like that's what they thought it was going to be because what they were trying to do was just get some type of sympathy from the jury. So in case that she was convicted, they could be like, okay, well, she was convicted, but she was a victim herself. Let's lessen the punishment, whatever, right? But the so thing is, too, they, they brought that, that in so late. And, like, I remember when I watched a documentary on it, like, they literally did it the second to last day or the last day. I feel like if that is the main reason why this happened, or and, again, she's still bringing it up in this new documentary. That should be your really, main center focal point. Mm-hmm. Exactly. If that's really, like, you're harping on this so hard, and we're not saying it happened or if it didn't, but if you are, like, undoubtedly, like, he obviously did this to her because he did this to me, why are you waiting until the last two days of trial? Like, it just seemed like such a desperate, like, okay, let's just throw this out there and see what happens. So the fact that she's sticking with it, I'm like, well, what, where was this at the beginning, you know? And her dad literally sobbed when mm-hmm. she was making these allegations. Like, I think there could be nothing more hurtful to a parent, especially, I mean, listen, I don't know this man personally, but he was an, a police officer. He was well-respected in the community. That doesn't mean that he hasn't done any crimes, but when they spoke about him, everybody was like, that. that's not something that we could ever see happening. Mm-hmm. Um, I do think that the mother either knew or she had a feeling, again, based on the body language of the mother, and the mother continued to outreach to Casey, whatever, as time went on, the dad seized all communication, and you could tell he was really hurt, like, yeah. I don't know. I don't think the dad did any of that. I think what also to me is telling about this case is again, her fucking behavior. She goes out to party for days. I mean, literally not even. A and it's like bingers. She She's going out, days. Days. out. She literally right. admitted to and said, I thought she was fine during those 31 days. How do you go 31 days without checking yeah. on your child? But that doesn't make any, any, any sense. I yeah. feel like and I'm saying like in typical cases, because unless you're like a neglectful father or mother or whatever, like if you're a bad parent, yeah, you're going to do bad things. In a usual case, regardless of money, income, if you're a decent parent, you check in on your kid at least once. And yeah. this kid was two years old a day. So like if you're, you, if somebody's nannying them, like you got to get pictures of them. You got to call them, talk on the phone. Like I'm going to go pick... She lied to the police several times. She told them she worked at Universal. She didn't. She told them she was with the nanny. The nanny didn't exist. She went out partying. And then on top of that, she ended up dating or entangling herself with her own attorney Mm -hmm. post her case. Mm -hmm. So that to me is telling as well. I think she's ran out of money. I think she's ran out of things to do. And I think she was like, you know what energy this is giving? This is giving Octomom energy. And (laughs) when she did porn. Yeah. This is giving Octomom energy. Like she kind of was not, these people are not in a good headspace. She was not in a good headspace. You know, Octomom got pregnant and then like all of that stuff happened, all of this media, all of this press, right? Then she ran out of money and she was like, fuck, I need money. So she started doing porn. And I, from right I've heard now she's good and she's staying, but she's living a normal life. I think Casey Anthony is doing the same, very different scenarios, obviously. But, you know, I think like accidentally the kid dies and she's like, fuck. And then she's like, I'm just going to pretend like everything's fine. And the people that called attention to this were the parents. Yeah. So 
you know, the kid didn't go to school. So technically she could have gotten away with it, I guess, if she just like walked away from everyone's life. But the parents were like, where the, where the fuck is the kid? So I don't think the parents are to blame. Why would they, why would they call the police on themselves? You know, yeah. doesn't make any sense. I don't know. Um, so I guess we'll wait and see. I'm definitely going to watch this and hopefully I wonder if it's just her, if there'll be other people in it, um, or if it's just her being interviewed. Uh, it'll be really interesting to see what she has to say and if there's any other new bombshell she's she reveals, but rest in peace, Kaylee. Sorry that all of this is going on because your psycho mother, I know. Sorry. That was her mother. Period. Well, on a lighter note, we're going to end the episode just talking about something we've seen online. Jeanette has shared an interesting video of this woman uh, about her bachelorette party. And she and her maid of honor, actually, I think her maid of honor planned it to have it at the Mall of America. And, you know, it's a nice, charming little video. She also goes on to share a goodie bag that she sent out to her guests after um, filled with scotch tape and notebooks and pens and all different things she received from staples so we're just going to talk about bachelor and bachelorette parties i it's a big thing wedding do's and don'ts we see it all the time on tiktok i see people say what they wish they did at their wedding what they didn't do um with this woman in particular she probably didn't need to share all of it but you know she did she really put herself out there so let's let's chat about bachelor and bachelorette parties. So let's because I all, I too have thoughts on this. So <laughs> right. listen, this particular video, the lady seems so sweet and so kind and right. so no no hate to do this I want woman. We're not No, weird. she honestly an icon, a queen. She mm-hmm. you could tell she's very happy in her marriage. We love that for her. To paint a picture, the video that goes viral of her like I think close to 3 million views at this point is her being like, hey, I'm at the Mall of America. She turns the video around. She's like, here's my bride, uh, bridal party. Seven whatever. days till I get married. Seven days till I get married. We're going to do my bachelorette. She's like, we're at the mall shopping today. And then we're going to go to the aquarium. So then like part two is like, they go to the aquarium and that's essentially the bachelorette. The comments in this video are insane. People are like, now don't go too crazy some people are comparing her to like Pam Beasley from the office there's other people that are like oh you can see that knitting and Froyo are up next in the itinerary like people are legitimately roasting this poor woman there's other comments that are actually really sweet and that are like I wish I had a friend group like this that didn't have to black out and that we could just like hang out and like do things like this right so there's two sides, obviously, to a story. Um, in regards to the bachelorette, that's essentially it. In regards to the gift bags for the wedding, she had a, a pre-game, if we can call it that, <laughs> where she had people over like the night before the wedding and they had a spam carving contest where she provided <laughs> um, spam to all her guests and they carved something. Like the ham? into the into the spam the you know like the, a, the the meat that the comes canned, into and yes canned yeah, yeah, yeah. ham spam like penises Period. or just like anything they no wanted. babe like like an eiffel tower or like a coliseum oh. or something 
you know so there's something for everyone though and i you know what there is something so sweet about just having like just finding the joys in such little small things in pleasantries in life you know you gotta love it and for Mm -hmm. her that she has the biggest smile on her face but i think it's one of those things where honestly on the other side of it too some bachelorette trips have gotten out of hand some of these brides are really wild and out here in some of the requests and things that i have seen i've seen other girls offer tips i know this one girl she sent out a um like survey and she basically like asked them their budget, asked them places they want to go. Like it told them events that they are, that she wanted them to go to other things that they weren't like they didn't have to go to cause they all lived out of state. And I think some bridesmaids are getting very creative, but other things I've seen of demanding bridesmaids, it's getting, it's getting pretty crazy. I think I- people just don't get that Okay, this is going to come out so rude, but I think some brides today just think that the world revolves around them. Right. And that everyone has to say yes to every single thing that they want to do on a bachelorette when you can't really expect that from everyone. Everyone comes from different financial backgrounds. Not everyone's Mm -hmm. down to get blacked out drunk all the time. Like you can't expect people to drop thousands of dollars and then- also show up to your wedding with the gift, also show up to the bridal shower with the gift, also show up to an engagement party with the gift. Like it, things have gone way out of hand, in my opinion, completely right. out of hand. I, I blame Hollywood because I feel <laughs> like Hollywood, literally Hollywood is the reason for all of my problems. I feel <laughs> like they sold us this idea that like, you know, like Bridezilla, like, like you have to be this like bride that it's you, it's all about your day. And then when you right. go like to the venue when you go to the dress place like it's like it's all about you and like unfortunately some people have never gotten that type of attention yeah can't really that's so, true um, so they take it and run bitch they run so they're like ah you know like they're going sick so i get it i understand um she's like i'm a leo yeah. i know i love attention but you look at this girl and like she's so and it's like that's what it should be but it's like, the simple things in life she's probably okay. not a girl who wants to get blacked out drunk at like live in Miami. Oh, i love to and see i drunk that, so at first i too was being i guess a hater right when i when i, when I got served the video Jeanette i did not like, find this video with good intentions <laughs> no 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 i didn't find it it found me okay, oh, okay. so i was scrolling through and i was, I, I was on my um for you and I was like, oh, interesting. And so immediately to the comments, right? Because that's yeah. like my first reaction. And so I started laughing at the comments of people that were like, oh, Froyo, knitting, you know, Pam Beasley, blah, 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 blah. Then I was like, why am I being a hater? This this sweet girl from the Midwest, she looks happy as the pig and shit and she's loving her fucking life. And then right. I went through her page and it looks like she's she's genuinely happy with her her husband her situation. Mm. Love that for her. I get where people are like could never be me because same, but that doesn't necessarily <laughs> discredit her for right. having her fun knitting, going to the mall and the aquarium, right? Like, not I everyone has to have the same type of bachelorettes. It's really not it. Yeah, who don't want to black out again yeah. could never be me. Mm-hmm. But if that's you, that's you. Boo, do your thing. I love yeah. that for you. And I think too, something we had talked about, like I, now there's just so many expectations, like when it comes to weddings and like, I don't know, there's expectations from the brides and then you have families and all this stuff. So something that we had all talked about, um, from things that we've seen of like, 
who's coming along to these things. Obviously, this bachelorette, they she could have invited the groom's grandma, the groom's grandpa, the groom's siblings. All these people can be invited. But, you know, some other people have less than appropriate bachelor and bachelorette trips. And sometimes I see people like, oh, my my boyfriend's sister is like getting the lap dance and stuff like that. And I'm like, oh my God, I could never like, so I don't know. I'm like, okay. I wouldn't say torn because I'm not torn. I know very much like what I would do versus (laughs) what I wouldn't do. Yeah. But I can make certain exceptions in certain scenarios. And I was about to say the same thing. Uh I think, and I think, I I think siblings are different than parents because some people straight up bring their significant significant other's mom to their back. Or like aunts. I've seen that kind of stuff too. Yes. Yeah. So that shit is I've weird. Comments yeah. on both. Um, I've okay. been at a wedding. I've been a part, or I've been in a wedding at a wedding where the bride invited a lot of her future husband's family to both the bachelorette and to the wedding. Mm. That that's none of my business. She was in a particular case where a lot of her friends couldn't make it out, okay. and mm. so it's tough, right? For me personally, at that point, I just rather get married civilly and then logistically figure out or elope. If no one, if the people that I want there can't make it, then it's just me and my boo. You know what I mean? Because like, that's me. But like, she chose to just, I'm just going to go have the wedding. And like, obviously I'm marrying into his family. So I might as well just have his family be a part of my wedding. So it was one of those things where like only one or two people that were in the bridal party were her family friends family slash friends Mm -hmm. everybody else was his family right and so I think it was more like a a circumstantial thing I understand that but is that the bachelorette party or you're talking about the bridal party? because the bachelorette party and the wedding happened all within like four days oh Oh, it was interesting it was what and it was one of those bachelorettes where it was not crazy it wasn't like wild I was the wildest one there I think I'm always right. the wildest one but anywhere. that's so but that's different like that you can invite whoever to fuck it but if you're going to strip clubs and getting strippers is what I'm referring to so I have been in a scenario where I've been like oh I want to do because I've always thought and this is also a controversial statement I don't see any harm in doing a joint trip keyword trip okay. interesting to a destination separate hotels i'm actually separate, not against it either okay separate itinerary separate uh-huh. everything and then you have one night where we meet up for dinner yeah and then one like catamaran or something yeah where everyone you know what i mean yeah and i don't hate if it you want to go and like bury your face in some stripper cities have at it i don't really yeah. fucking care because i'm gonna have the dick swing around my face so it, it is what it is right period but I think that would be very fun and I'm not going to explain it, but I think it's great for the groups to integrate people to meet each other before you get to the wedding. And you're like, Oh, I have to walk down the aisle with fulano. Like, mm, you know? Okay. So anyways, that's my thought process. I've also had a lot of backlash. I'm not saying that's what I'm going to do. I've just heard a lot of people be like, no, I want to go and do my own thing. But like, mommy is my best friend. Like I know what he's going to do. I know what the fuck I'm going to do. I really don't care. It's not like I'm trying to stay at the same hotel. Now, I'm not trying to go out to the strip club with him. Absolutely not. Right. <laughs> I want my, I want privacy. Okay. Mm-hmm. I want to see the magic mic. He's going on Tuesday. My... You're going on Wednesday. Right. We're going to do separate. And then I want to go see the women and the men. Okay. Yeah. The strippers love me. Back to this. I think that I've had a situation where someone has said, oh, I, I, am I invited? And I'm like, ha ha yeah. Um, but I mean, I don't know. Like, I'm not going to invite you. Like, I don't. That is so tacky. That is so so tacky. 
tacky and embarrassing Be- because- like if you ask if you're invited by like well first of all uh, there uh, the wedding needs to, <laughs> needs to something needs to happen for, like it's not like i'm in the works of planning a bachelorette so i'm mm-hmm. like that's just an awkward question i don't know because the person that asked me the question was like older you know and i'm just like babe i don't know if this is the vibes i don't know right. personally if i want you to see me the way that I want to see me. You know what I That's mean? That's the thing, because there has to be rules. Like, for example, you don't invite okay. coworkers unless a coworker is like a friend that you've known for a long amount of time. Like, let's say oh, like yeah. Lindsay. I, like Lindsay, because you guys are friends. Like, you know what I mean? Like, Lindsay, if you're or, right. Or a coworker that like you've seen in a bad state or like you've like, if you're friends and like you've been on that, like you've hung out. Because sometimes like, you whatever. have to separate the boundaries because people talk a lot of shit when you're at work mm-hmm. and they're going to be like, oh yeah, we went on her bachelor and then Jeanette did this and Natalie did this and Vanessa. No, 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 no. If we're mm-hmm. homies, you are keeping your mouth zipped, locked, whatever. And Here, yeah, I, wouldn't, I would not invite my mother or my no. future mother-in-law. No, the only way that I would be like, I can see an exception of an exception to the rule being made is, for example, if my bachelorette were to be in Chicago for some reason, and mm-hmm. obviously that's where my future mother-in-law lives at or lived at. The, I don't know. At the time she's living there and, you know, we're having fun. And then I'm like, you know what? Let's meet up for like a dinner or a lunch, like yeah. something, you know, like then it's fine. Your presence is there. If we, that's what I'm saying, like, or if we're going somewhere and like people or like in a scenario where the first scenario that I brought up where like the bachelorette is literally like two days before your wedding and it's mm-hmm. like the destination wedding and everyone's there. I wouldn't mind doing a little like dinner a cocktail hour and then you fucking get out of my face and i go be ratchet you know like that's the vibes yeah here's a question like let's say your significant other has like a sibling that you have in the wedding so if like your fiance's sister is like a bridesmaid and usually all the bridesmaids go on the bachelorette party personally i would like still even if like i'm marrying into this family i'm like still no because i just know that I would feel uncomfortable. Like, I just feel like I couldn't really be myself in a way. Or if it's just like, I don't know. I, I think, think I it just depends on the what? relationship. I think I, it is. I would agree. I think it's unfair for your fiance to be like, hey, you need to bring Susie Q yeah. because she's my sister. I think that's unfair. I'd be like, uh, okay, well then you need to bring my daddy because he's my daddy. <laughs> or you oh, need to invite my brothers and my brothers oh, will tell okay. me everything that you did. Right. Like, yeah. Vanessa, like, would you want your brother, would you, I don't know, would you want to see your brother's, I don't know, I mean. Well, no, because like, I've thought about it, like, yeah, let's, my, one of my brothers is in a serious relationship, like, right. I know she would invite me to the bachelorette, right, but yeah. I'm a girl's girl, like, you're my brother, but I'm gonna keep my mouth shut. If my sister-in-law had invited me, well, she didn't have a bachelorette, but let's say she had a wedding <laughs> and a bachelorette. If she invited me, like, that's none of my business. Yeah, that's it's none of saying. my business of what you do. It's like, none of my business. Now, if you out here sucking dick at the bachelorette, I that's mean, different. that's different. That's but different. But if you just, like, what are we even talking about? Girls, we are grown-ass women. You can't, men can go to a strip club 
get ass and titties in their face. Yeah. Get offered BJs because you know they do. And you know some of their best And that shit is like 20 bucks. Like, it's cheap. Yeah. And you know their guy friends are like, oh, yeah, let's get, and I'm going to pick on you. That's his name. Oh, let's get Colin, like, uh, a lap dance. Let's pay her extra Mm -hmm. so she's extra friendly. Like, guys are like that. Like, Mm -hmm. who the fuck are we kidding? So I can't go and see Magic Mike swinging around his giraffe (laughs) nose or his elephant nose or whatever the fuck. Like, it's, it's unrealistic. Now, if there's something deeper, then we got to mm. talk because like you should be able to have fun and do I agree. All the fun stuff without cheating on your partner. Right. And then Unless I think about it in the sense of like, I wouldn't want her to feel uncomfortable because exactly. I'm there. Exactly. Like, I would want her to let loose. I want her. Cause That's at the end of the day, I'm the, I'm the sister and she's inviting her friends. I'm in her territory. I'm in her space. Right. So That's who am I, I to come in and be like that buzzkill to be Invite like, me. Oh, like, ew, like, what are you right. doing? Right. Yeah, exactly. I think- so that's why I think I think with family members, it's just a sticky situation because one, it depends on the relationship. Two, it depends on what kind of trip are you having in general. And three, if you as the bride or whoever's getting married will feel 1000% comfortable to be whoever, do whatever with them there. But like, please stop inviting moms and aunts. Like siblings is the only thing I could maybe, and cousins, sure. But like- I love my aunts. mom. I don't know. My mom would be lit. At my best. That's true. That's true. I mean, would be live you know streaming what? it. Maybe there are some exceptions. Oh yeah, she'd make a Facebook album for sure. I love my mother. She'd get, she'd have all the blackmail pictures ready to go. Oh, for I don't sure. know. I could. I also think it's so hard nowadays. Like you were mentioning earlier, like people just live in different places. It's so hard to get everybody, and it's so demanding to ask people to be like, yeah. fly out and do this. So it's really hard. I'm I'm very much a people pleaser, so I wouldn't even mind like going to like my fiance's like hometown and just doing like something fun you know just to make sure that they are included you know what I mean and I wouldn't mind like listen I'm also a fucking Leo so if you want to give me seven fucking bachelorettes and I have to come to you Mm-hmm. I will do seven bachelorettes. You think right. I'm lying? I will give me all the attention. Like the more bachelorettes, the better. And if I have one bachelorette where it's literally four fucking bitches, guess what? That's probably the best because mm-hmm. That's so we've true. all been on That's trips. So like, true. We've, been, we've been to Vegas and it was literally like fucking 17 people. And the more people you have, the more minds, the more thoughts, the I more agree. decisions. I completely agree. It gets hard. Honestly, it gets hard. I don't know why people are always like, yeah, the more, the merrier. It's no. like, yeah, when that's four or five, like there are literally groups that go in like 15 fold. I'm like, oh no. And you Unless- have to be strategic of what friend groups you combine. What right. and like, And you can't invite people because like it happens. Like there's always going to be one who's fucking judgmental. And you're just like, why are you going to bring that person to your own bachelorette? You know, they're going to be like side-eyeing you. Like, no, it's my bachelorette. Absolutely not. Yeah. No, oh, I tough I think it's rough. I Listen, I might still bring my mom. <laughs> okay, that's fine. You can bring <laughs> Honestly, it'd be lit. Like, we should go to Cartagena. That could be one of them. Right. And that could be You're your welcome. Columbia bachelorette. Yes. I wasn't, Louisa, this was not an attack on you. I was not referring <laughs> to you. You'd be like, Natalie, I cannot come. I know. <laughs> oh She's going to be so hurt. She's like, I thought I was coming to all of yours. I'm like, right, period. My porosita, she would come to all of ours. But okay, that's all we have for today. I hope you guys learned something. I hope our future brides, anyone going on a bachelorette party, you know, brace yourselves and Godspeed to you. If you can make things easier on another person, just do it. It'll make all things better in the long run. 
Thank you guys so much for listening to another episode of Gossip In, the podcast where we gossip while we sip. Please be sure to tune in every week and binge old episodes on Spotify or wherever you listen to podcasts. Have a good night.